Good evening and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk. I am Andrea Collins-White, your moderator for the evening and Let's Talk co-host. You are in for a treat tonight, so sit back, enjoy, and be sure to post your comments. Also, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on any and all social media platforms. Now, let's meet tonight's platform guests. This financial representative has the goal of ensuring you know where you are and where you want to go. She has the know-how, drive, and passion to help you create the roadmap to get there. And if that is not enough, she is the founder of the women's networking group called 1099 Ladies Network Incorporated. If you want to grow your business, meet some phenomenal women, and make valuable local connections, be sure to connect with tonight's guest, Linda Tello. Let's talk. Our next guest is known for her drive, work ethic, and desire to help others. She started her career as a licensed insurance agent and took a tremendous leap of faith to pursue a career in the financial services industry full time. She is an award-winning professional, mother of two teenage girls, hiring manager, and mentor who finds joy in educating the community and becoming good stewards of their finances. Her life motto is, the one thing worse than dying too soon is living too long without the proper finances. Let's give a warm Let's Talk welcome to Jay Daniels. Let's talk. And now let's welcome our Let's Talk crew. Let's give a hearty welcome to Let's Talk co-host, Carla Morgan. Hey everybody, let's talk. Now everyone sit back, turn your televisions and devices way up and prepare for another informative evening as we welcome Let's Talk host and visionary, Regina Smithwick. Good evening, everyone. Let's talk. We have an excellent show today. This is going to really enrich you, give you some edu um, education on your finances, and hope when you walk away from this show today, you will be well prepared to not just be rich, but to be wealthy. Let's talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's talk. All right, y'all. This is going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it so much. And as I always do before I start my show, I do a prayer. So y'all give me a moment. Lord, thank you so much for this evening. Thank you for bringing these beautiful ladies on our show today to give us this rich and um, information about finances. Hopefully this will uh, help people to be able to, like I said, not to be rich, but to be wealthy and to change families' lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Amen, amen, amen. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. But I just want to do a mention today, you know, as everybody knows so far has been on the show, I am a hip-hop fanatic, and we have lost another hip-hop icon, Biz Markie. Um, we lost him last week, um, and I'm really, really saddened about this. Bismarck was a big part of my growing up. He was a big part of the music scene. He was that, um, that person who didn't care. He did what he wanted to do. He was so different and unique in his music. And I just want to shout out his family, friends, the Juice Crew All-Stars, everybody who lost a great man. Um, I just wanted to give him a shout out today. Um, so financial literacy. Ladies, we're going to just go ahead and dig into this, okay? So I'm going to start with Linda. Just let me know, what do you, when you hear financial literacy, what do you hear? What does that mean to you? I think it means that people have knowledge so that they make informed decisions about their finances, about their lives. They, they have to have the knowledge so they make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, Jay? Um, yes, I totally um, agree. To be financial literate, you have to have the ability to understand um, the necessary financial skills, whether it's personal financial management, um, budgeting, creating your financial house. So I definitely agree that knowledge and being able to understand it. We would understand it. Well, you know, I wanted to dig into one of the things that I feel is really important. This will kind of maybe um, take this topic on for tonight is life insurance. I think this is so important to talk about. I think it's important to educate and let people know the state how life insurance works. Um, so let's start into that. Why is it important to have life insurance? I'll start with you, Jay. Okay, um, it's important to have life insurance um, because you know we we love our families. You know we want to make sure that um, when our time comes that we're not leaving a burden to the people that we love. I look at it as being our final love letter, you know, to um, to our children, to our spouses, um, parents, um, just to say, you know, I love you, so I'm going to, to leave this for you because at the end of the day, life insurance is not for the dead. It's for the living, those that we're leaving behind. Right. Linda? Well, first, first of all, I completely agree with her. Um, and I, I'd like to say when you build a house, the foundation is very important. If you don't have a good foundation, the whole house falls apart. Mm-hmm. And when you're building a financial plan, it's contingent on the fact that you're going to live and earn money and contribute to the to what you're building. Right. So I think life insurance is, is poorly named. It should really be paycheck insurance because it's if your paycheck, if you die, your paycheck goes away. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so that the whole plan doesn't fall apart. It shores up the whole plan. It's like the foundation. It makes sure that the money's in place for the plan. And, you know, and it's in, and I would say, <laughs> my cousin said this the other week, and it really, I mean, I, I was laughing, but it was really sad. He said, you know, a lot of us don't really get in life insurance because we feel that we're paying for somebody else. Like we got to pay the premiums and we're not going to benefit from that. You know, so it's kind of like that mental, like I'm paying all this money all these years for me to die. And I'm not, I can't spend it. And you're going to get the money or, or they don't see it's important because they see it as a bill, another additional bill for the month. And they don't see anything that comes from it, but they don't realize like you just said, y'all great points that you're not, you're leaving it for them. That's the whole point. It's called you love them enough that, like my cousin said, 
I don't want to have a GoFundMe. I don't want to have a fish fry and I don't want to sell T-shirts. You know, Janet life is short. <laughs> life is short. So we could just, we could, you know, concentrate on dealing with the loss instead of dealing with the loss and dealing with the financial burden of a dollars $15,000 funeral that you don't have the money for. And then now we look at each other like, what are we going to do with you? So that is, that's so important. Y'all want to chime in on that, the panel? Y'all want to chime on that? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, I mean, just like Jay said, and, and I, I wrote that down because I never thought of it that way, um, of life insurance being a final love letter um, for your loved ones, you know, and, and it really is an act of love, um, unselfish act of love. Um, and, um, you know, you know, I'm going to throw my scriptures in here. Proverbs 13 and 22 says that a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So if that be, you know, I'm, I'm working hard, you know, you know, mm -hmm. trying to attain this, that, and the other, not for me, but for my children's children. So life insurance is another, you know, another vehicle for doing that to ensure that, you know, maybe my daughter and my son, you know, don't have to work as hard. That may help, you know, it may not, you know, support them, get them self-sufficiency, but it may help them um, so that they won't have to work as hard so that they can then deposit into their children's futures. So in, in a sense, life insurance is doing exactly what the word of God says, is leaving that inheritance for your children's children. Good point. Good point. Carla? You know, another good point is that you want what you want when you pass away. Everybody has an idea of what they want. Well, you should give the people the money to pay for what you want. So mm -hmm. if you want a certain kind of funeral, you should leave money so that they can do that. Mm. You know, you don't right. want, it's not realistic to say you want something and then don't leave anybody the resources to accomplish it. That's true. And that's my thought. That's my thought process as well. You know, I'm a single and I don't have any children, but, you know, God forbid something happens because things happen. You know, my family, you know, they are going to be grieving like crazy and I have a home. So just having that um, wherewithal for them to take care of the kind of funeral that they want for me, that that's provided for and how they want to honor me. But also, like you said, I have a house. So where is that going to go? And, you know, should that be paid off so that they can decide what to do with it if they want to sell it or whatever, you know, or, you know, keep it in the family? So, you know, that's also another um, thing with life insurance that people should consider too. Even though you don't have kids, there's other ways to allocate um, your finances, you know, with that. So, yeah, if that's you're single. Good, that's a good leeway. So let's talk about mm -hmm. that. So let's talk about the, the person that's single with no children. A lot of times they say, well, why should I get life insurance? Who am I going to give it to? Well, mm -hmm. when you die, that caller made a good point. We could just leave you just in the house and you just going to stay there like, you have to go somewhere. You got to be buried. You got to be taken care of. And you don't want your legacy to be to the end of a pine box. Like you don't want to do all this works in this world just to be thrown in a pine box because you didn't take care of that because you don't have no children or no spouse. That's not how it should go. So if y'all want to chime in on this guest on what it should a single person like Carla do, you know, when she doesn't have children or a spouse. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The, sing the cheapest time to get insurance is today. So if she waits five years into the future, meets the man of her dreams, makes a few babies, well, now it's that much more expensive to get the insurance five years later. She gets the insurance today. Her mom and dad is the beneficiary. She gets married. She changes it to her husband. She has a baby. She adds in the child. You can change your beneficiary a hundred times as your life changes. But when is the cheapest? Today. 
So she can pay X number of dollars today or wait five years and pay more for that same insurance because she's five years older. Mm -hmm. So I think you should get it today because it's the cheapest time to get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Every day gets more and more expensive. Is well, that... or you or you develop yeah. a health issue that you didn't have. Five years from now, you could have high blood pressure. You could get a blood clot and be uninsurable. So, I mean, things happen. Yes. Yeah, Jay, you want to chime yeah, in? Yeah, that's, um, that's really good there. Um, and so I tell people all the time, um, get, go ahead and get as much as your pocket can afford today. Uh, because she's absolutely right. Um, everyone is one doctor's visit away from your life changing, from your world changing, and it doesn't have an age attached to it. I know a lot of people who are young, you know, they figure that they have um, forever. You know what I mean? Well, that wasn't the story for my brother. You know, he was 23 years old. He was in a uh, motorcycle accident, which put him in a coma for 14 months, and then he died, okay, with no insurance. So I saw what it was like to help my mom pay on insurance um, years after he was gone, you know, um, taking forever to get the tombstone, leaving children behind. And so she's absolutely right. Today is the best day for everybody to go out there and, and get it because what happens if um, that sickness come that you didn't expect? Well, now guess what, what, what's, what it's going to cost to get the same coverage that you could have gotten, you know, three, three years ago. You know what I mean? Every day, every birthday, guess what? It's going to be more expensive. And, you know, as we age, you know, that alone is going to cause it to be more expensive. So we, you know, time is not on our side. You know, um, time is not on our side when it comes to things like this. And it's really all about um, getting our affairs in order, getting our house in order, making sure that we, that you know, that that foundation is set, that, you know, that we're, we're crossing every T, we're dying every I, you know what I mean? Because we don't want to get caught slipping. Right. And and being in the financial, what we're talking about now, it comes with a lot of other stuff. I and mean, we're talking about life insurance, but I know both of y'all help with this wealth and, and getting the whole picture together. So you can sit back and relax. And I know uh, being in our 50s here, well, we are, the panelists are, I mean, our, the Let's Talk crew. Um, I know that we are hitting the door of retirement. Oh, Linda said me too. Yeah, <laughs> hitting the door of retirement. Like literally, we about to knock on that door. And, you know, we don't want to be saying to everybody, girl, I'm on a fixed income, girl. I'm on a fixed income. You know, that, that's the famous saying when you get retired. That means that I can't do as much as I did before because I'm on a fixed income. So you don't want that. You don't want, you know, you don't want to say you're on a fixed income. You want to be able to live that life. So let's talk about what's the difference between being rich and being wealthy. All right. So Linda, you want to start off with that? I mean, I think that um, I think and time is the factor. So if you're going to work until the day you die because you don't plan and you have to work until the day you die, think about the quality of your life. If you plan now and throw some money into the future, that's how I like to phrase it, um, then you can have a, a an end of life that's lovely, that one that you deserve, mm. you know? And I think the other thing is that um, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. Mm -hmm. We spend more time planning a vacation than we do oh. our entire retirement. Ooh, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Let's let that soak in for a minute. Wait, wait. Yeah. 
Let's you are absolutely right. We would be on the phone with a travel agent. We'd be calling each other back and forth. We'd be sitting there talking about, no, I want to fight. I, 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 I need a nonstop. I, I want no connected flights. Um, I need to do this. What hotel we stayed at? Oh, no, I ain't staying in that hotel. Because last time I stayed there. Right. By the time you go through all that, I was on the phone with Jackie and got a policy in less time than I did trying to plan my vacation. Mm -hmm. God don't mind you hit that one right there. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> but why do we why don't we take it seriously? Why don't we take this seriously? Like Jay, you can go on that one. Why we don't yeah. take this seriously? Uh, I think that it has a lot to do with um the mindset um of people. Um because you know we're we are a lot of people um in you know maybe middle class and lower they they just weren't taught those things, you know. Um, you know, we weren't. I know when I was younger, I wasn't sitting around the kitchen table at, at dinner time talking about the future and, and legacy planning. I was just blessed enough that there was someone that saw enough in me that decided to introduce me to the industry to say, "Hey, you're young. I'll be um, 39 in three weeks." And they were like, "You know what? I see something in you. But let's let's have this conversation." let's change things because i can't help right the family that i was born into but i can determine what happens for my next generation so the independent marketing organization that i'm a part of our vision is to become the first generation to build and to leave a legacy for our next generation you know it's about changing that that mindset and to know that i don't want that chaos, conflict, and confusion for my family, for for my children. You know, because he, and listen, the way that I'm I'm setting things up is that I'm praying that I'll be here a long time. But in the event that I'm not, when God calls me home, my children are going to become instant millionaires mm -hmm. because of what I put in place. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm -hmm. what it's all about. And so now, what I'm trying to do, and what I've been doing, is just sharing mm -hmm. that information with as many people as possible because I don't want to just be rich. I want to be wealthy, like Ms. Linda was talking about. I want to be in a position where I'm making money while I'm still asleep. You know oh. what I mean? I want to be, I'm get, you know, I want to leave this legacy where my children, they already have businesses that's bringing them residual income. You know what I'm saying? Because, so we need more people, Linda and myself both need more people that will help us spread the good news. That's what I'm hoping I'm doing tonight for y'all, ladies, spread the good news. news. And, and we are called to be a good steward with what we've been entrusted yeah. with. We are not yes. supposed yes. to burn through our paycheck like drunken sailors. We're supposed to live within our means. I'm serious. That's old school right there. I think, I think it's important. I, you know, I read in, in uh, Think and Grow Rich, and we all fall into three buckets, okay? First bucket, 96% of us are there. We're trading time for money. That's the employee model, right? The next 3% is where people break off a piece of their money and invest it through insurance or, or you know, other investments, and their money is making them money. And then the one percenters, you will be hard pressed to find a millionaire that doesn't have multiple streams of income. That's right. So stop relying on an employer or a government to take care of you. Take ownership of your life. Make a plan. Have multiple streams of income. So if something goes light on you, you can you have another direction to get money from. Sure. Now the streams of income. We want to talk about this one. 
Okay. So the streams of income. I, I always said I had a situation that when I was with another company before the one I'm with, they wanted to play God with me. A lot of bosses like to play God with us. Yes. Okay? I don't know if anybody else been through that, but mm-hmm. a lot of companies, bosses who are not happy people as it is, right. they yelled at the screen down on. So they That's pass it. it on to you and they right. want to play God. So they, they know your business. They're like, okay, you got a house. Cause I just purchased a brand new house. I purchased a brand new car. And she was going to say, okay, well, I, I got you because you you need me because mm-hmm. I could ruin your world. If I fire you, then you're going to be out. I said, well, I don't know who you are, but I know the God I serve. That's right. If I'm not doing anything wrong to deserve that, he's going to make sure I'm taken care of. Absolutely. So you can't play God with me. And I literally wrote a letter. I quit that job. I saved money up, enough money to last me for six months. Good. I sat there and I wrote this letter. And I slide it on her desk and I packed my bag. And she was like, where you going? I said, read the letter. I packed the bags and I walked out of there. And guess what? God had blessed me two weeks later, right after 9-11 too. After 9-11. Wow. That's the company I'm with now. I've been there for 20 years. Beautiful. See, that's what I'm saying. Now, you have to, and, and now I have three strings of M4. Well, now I have four strings and I'm working on three to get up to the fourth, but I have four strings of income as we speak because Good. I learned that I don't want nobody playing God with me. Sure, sure. Right. So you you hit it on the head with that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at the point now that the world is global. We're not like we used to be. We could make a company literally in 10 minutes. You could go online and start a company in 10 minutes. You could get an LLC in 15 minutes. I, I, I did it myself. 15 minutes, you have literally have official company. You can rock a company and have money as you're sleeping, like Jackie said. And so, if that feels overwhelming to you, there's a database of passive income companies. Mm-hmm. Well, all you do is find one that you feel good about, promote it on social media, and every time somebody makes a purchase, you get money. So mm-hmm. there's lots of ways to have passive mm-hmm. income. Have a conversation like, with me. I'll run through the list. I'll find you one that you like and get you shored up. So you Uh-oh. don't even have to come up with your own company. There's ones out there waiting for you who mm, just want to use right. your sphere of influence. Beautiful. Yes, yeah, yeah, I will be talking to you after this is over. Okay. Because <laughs> yes, I'd like to see that five streams of income for Regina. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But see, this is this is the beauty of it, ladies and gentlemen. This is what this is what the show is about. We want to educate you. Don't take this as, you know, I know it's a little, you know, we have fun and stuff, but come on, like this, our panelists are giving you free advice and they up, they say they're going to help you get extra stream mm-hmm. income. Yeah. So we're going to post our information here and Jay's as well. Mm-hmm. Call these people, like they're here for you and they, yes. you can see them. I mean, you know, they're good people. You know, I don't have anybody that's on my show. These are good people and they will help you get to the point of being comfortable. Don't you want to come home and just put your key in your nice house and have your nice car and be able to just relax? You're not worried when the bills come in, they just coming in just for just just for play. You just write the check and send it right off. You're not even worrying about it. Like you don't well, have you, a check. You, you don't have a money in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you want to get to that point? Then you don't have to check your account. You just write a check and just send it off. Yeah, what we want everybody to be. That's a word. Mm-hmm. Only way you do this is you got to do something different. Okay, you, you're going to do the same thing, you'll get the same result. I know you've been okay. told this before. We told you to go to show all the time. Mm-hmm. Do something different today, ladies and gentlemen. This is your chance yeah. to do something different. Linda gave you a perfect example of an easy way to make extra money, and you could go to sleep and make money. 
That's right. Steve Harvey said that one time and it really it resonated with me. He said, mm -hmm. I'm going to spend money while I'm laying down. Mm. Mm -hmm. Money flows to me on a continuous basis from multiple sources. There you go. Right. I will there be reaching go. out to you, Linda. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no, exactly. You know what? What does God say? He says He came to give us light and give it to us more abundantly. He says, "You have not because you ask not." That's it. So no. only not blessed because you're not asking for the blessings. That's it. So stop saying no, thank you, and say yes, please. Mm -hmm. And we don't ask because yes. I didn't ask. I didn't start asking until like two years ago. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of us out here that don't ask. We assume that the life we live is the life that he say we're supposed to be in. You mm. haven't asked him, so he's going to be like, well, you ain't asked me, so I guess you're okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ask. Mm. Yeah, oh, this is good. good. I love this. I love this. So let's talk about children. Yes. I have like insurance for my kids. Because mm -hmm. I, you know, you never know. You don't know the plan. You don't know. A lot of us do not, of course, the way it's supposed to go. They're supposed to bury you. But right. there's incidents that we see, you know, just like Jay's brother, when he left the house that day, nobody never expected at 23, he wasn't coming back to the house. Right. Yeah. So we have to insure our kids. So Jay, can you start it off with assurance for kids? Like why is that important to have assurance for your children? Yeah, um, well, it, it goes back to um, what Linda said early on, you know, today is when it's least um, expensive. Mm -hmm. you know um mm -hmm. to get an insurance on children and uh, no parent like to think that they will ever have to bury a child but it does happen um it definitely happens um and so i believe in the entire um family you know mm -hmm. being covered uh, mm -hmm. making sure that, that that can happen because i've also seen where you know children have um, gotten sick and then they become uninsurable. And so, you know, I'm a firm believer in um, protecting that insurability, you know, by going ahead and, you know, adding up those children, you know, to those to those policies, uh, making sure that they are protected. Because I've seen over the past couple of years, I've seen a lot of GoFundMe's for children. Mm. Yes. You know, just a few weeks ago, it, it broke my heart because my daughter just graduated high school. And right before graduation, there was a big story on the news about two siblings and another um, young child that had was in an accident and died. One of them was supposed to graduate. You know, we didn't expect it, didn't know that they weren't going to, to come up. But now here is a mom that has lost two children mm. at the same time. And so when you're when you're dealing with um, with grief, you know, the loss of a child, the loss of a loved one, you don't want to have to worry about money at the same time. You don't want to have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen next. You know what I mean? Because something unexpected happened. And we like to say air quote unexpected, but we're all leaving here. None of us are gonna make it out alive. And the reality is we don't know when our time is going to come. I just heard um, someone speak about a couple of days ago, and she said, "You know, what is long life? Because if you are twenty year twenty, if you're a twenty year old and you're going to to die by the time you're thirty, guess what? You know, you're pretty old. But if you're fifty years old and you're going to live until you're a hundred, then guess what? You're pretty young. 
Yeah. 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 So I'm young. Yay. I'm young. But that's that's so true. Carla, we have a lot of comments. So yes. Well, and I want to add just one little thing. Uh -huh. Chief Jay made a really valid point if the child if we lose them. But mm -hmm. you know what? If if they live, it's much mm -hmm. easier if they're on an adult uh, on their parents when they turn 18 to turn it on to an adult policy and there's no underwriting. It's just wish. It's just stamp, stamp, staple, staple. Like so yep, it okay. just swishes right oh, into adult mode. There's no underwriting. There's no yeah. And so um that's a, a lovely thing to be able to give somebody is whoosh, you're insured. Happy eighteenth birthday. Welcome wait till adult welcome to adult life. And and it's a very economical, easy thing because they already have the insurance. So it the policy just wishes over into their name. It's they're done. They don't have to do a thing. So that's a very nice thing to give somebody on their eighteenth birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. That's definitely important. And I'm gonna say something. Well, I'll save it. I'll save it. I have save it. Okay, go ahead, Carla. Go ahead, Carla. Sure. Um, we have uh, Sheila Robinson. She says, good evening and blessings, ladies. Hi, Sheila. Hello. Uh, Leroy, authentic one, Morton, says hello. Hello. Hello, Neff. Uh, Sheila says, pen and paper in hand, ready for the gems. You ladies are going to drop this evening. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Sheila, yes. <laughs> okay. And uh, Gail. Rawell says, I believe it's a selfish act for people not to have life insurance and burden family members to pay for it. Hey, That's Gail. True, That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, KLG Gray agrees. That's Keisha. Absolutely. And she said, uh, uh, Gail also responded, designate some of the money to a charity. Oh. For life insurance. Yes, absolutely. That's an idea. Uh, Sheila Robinson says, question, ladies, I have a few policies. How many policies should you have? And which is better, whole life or term? I'm not trying to live my daughter's, uh, leave my daughter's rich. LOL. <laughs> That's a good okay, one. Okay, so do you want to chime in on that right now before we move on? We could do that. I mean, so... It's, it's better to sit down with somebody, bring your policies and have them go over it than try to answer this question on the fly. We we want to give you the Cadillac experience for customer service. Have your Pick somebody you feel good about, bring your policies to the meeting, let them go over everything with you because there's a lot of moving parts here and we don't want to send you, give you the wrong answer. Wouldn't you agree, Jay? Um, yes, absolutely, because no two households are the same. Um, so, you know, Linda and myself, we both sit down with you, evaluate your situation, what your needs are. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely totally, totally, totally agree. Yeah. And, you know, when you said that, Sheila, it's kind of funny because uh, we were laughing when we were talking about uh, some of the myths about policies. And we were saying that a lot of people get policies and Jay said, they be telling them, well, don't tell people I got this policy. Don't, don't tell the beneficiary. <laughs> She's like, but well, they need to know because if something happens to you, how they gonna know that they own the policy? Well, don't tell them because they ain't gonna try to whop me over my head and kill me off to get my money. <laughs> That's like miss, like people really believe that. Can you see TV, you know, TV shows and movies and stuff like that? And they always show that the the you know the couple the man you know they they kill off their spouses or whatever to get the insurance policy. But you know what? It does happen. But don't you realize that they always get caught? 
always yeah. court. I ain't never seen one case that the man, you know, it may take a year or two, but they always get caught because it's too many papers. It's too much tied up that you cannot say that you can get away with that. I don't know why they do that. It don't make sense to me. You're going to get caught. <laughs> you can't have a policy all of a sudden everything's good and then you whack somebody off and then you go on like, oh, I'm on vacation. I got married a new wife. Come on, dude. We know something's going on here. Like, it don't even make sense. Wait. And I would like to say too um, concerning that is, um, you know, when we sit down with people, picking a beneficiary um, is an important part of the process, um, you know, because I, I know, you know, Jumbo and I understand that that is your baby. I get it. However, if that's not your responsible child, right, mm. if that's not the one that, you know, you can send to the store, you know, or to the light bill company right now to pay your bill, that might not be the one, you know, that needs to be in charge. You may need to leave them something on the side. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's important to make sure that you really think about who is going to be um, in charge, who are you mm -hmm. going to trust to do the right things, to carry out your wishes, whatever they are. Linda? Yeah, I was going to say a lot of my clients just say to their children, if something happens to me, reach out to Linda. She has all the paperwork. She'll walk you through the whole process. She knows all the details and you don't have to lay it out for everybody. Um, you can designate one person to be in charge of everything and just let a fiduciary and just let like you can say, Jay's got all the paperwork. If anything happens to me, please reach out to Jay. She knows everything. And um, and then we, of course, know their wishes because they've conveyed them to us. So uh, we can tell the good slash bad news to the appropriate part. Because <laughs> yeah. it's too confusing putting off, like, you know, you have five children and you're, you know, th those are five different opinions, five different ideas. You know, two of the kids can't get along today as it is, you know, and you're putting all of them up there. So she, she made a very, a great point. You know, it's important to have, you know, one person in charge and um, whoever the agent is, is assisting the family definitely need to have those um, those conversations and talk to whoever is going to be that person that is um, left in charge. Because, mm -hmm. you know, having that one person is wisdom. Yeah. And, and you know, what's funny you said that because out of my three children, I already know who's mine. And my other two already know who it is. And we all discussed it. So there's no, no, I didn't know. I didn't see who, what, no. Everybody knows who this one is. And I, and he was just like, well, you know, we're going to be me. He knew it was going to be him. So <laughs> because when you know your children, you know how they handle stress. They know, you know how they handle bad news. You know how they, they, they you know, he's more even killed and more like, okay, I'm upset, but we can get this business done. I'm fair. I'm going to give you exactly what we need to give you. Like, you know who that person is. So right. that's your point, because all your children, you love all your kids now, but you know who the responsible and the one is going to be more even killed in a situation like that. So that's good. Yeah, point. and you know what? It's probably important to tell them he he or she can only do what the will says. It's not right. up to them to decide anything. They're just following the instructions in the will. Exactly. So don't right, get mad at them. Okay, Carl. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Sure. Go ahead. No problem. <laughs> No problem. Uh, Yolanda Ritchie says, that's it. Multiple streams of income provides leverage in my field as an educational contractor. Each contractor knows I have other contracts. So let me go if you want. God and I have other options. I know that's 
that's perfect. That, and that's where, see, this is where you want to be in life, right there. When mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about nobody letting you go, because when you know God's in control anyway, you don't really stress as much. But you know, you, you got it. You got other streams, like Linda said. When one goes down, the other one could carry it until you get the other one back. Like you have multiple streams. You have more than three. If one goes down, you got two other streams. So you yes. got stressing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Tisha Gray also says, me too. I'm interested in connecting with both ladies. Wonderful. So there you go. Wonderful. Great, yes. great, Tisha. Good. Carla Staines says, thanks. Th- that is awesome. It's great that you guys are sharing that info. So yes. Yes, it is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sheila Robinson says she's interested in connecting as well. All right. Thank all right. So we're going to get that stuff strolled on the screen in a little bit, okay? Yes. Um, and Keisha also says that's why it's important to have a living will in place as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Yes. Neglect. Hey, Nanette. Nanette says, hello, ladies. Hello. And she says, yes, mine is Chris. And she's talking about the You know what? <laughs> we want to talk about names in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nanette says, yes. That is good. That's good. So I wanted to, what I so, want to say beforehand, um, before we got into the, the questions. I always said that, you know, in the black and brown community, we always want to educate everybody. But I know that we got certain trends and stuff. And I, and I grew up in the Northern um, New Jersey and I grew up in a Jewish community. Like literally my town is a Jewish community. And I learned so much of different, cause different um, religions and stuff and how they handle their, their burials and stuff. You can't, we, I, I can't see us doing this. You know, they were buried the next day. The it's, next day. They, they don't allow embalming, so they have to be buried. It's just right. The next, right. But it still costs money to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know I seen in my family and experiences with other families, that would never happen the next day. Like that would you we, we would have people waiting or like for weeks or two or three weeks because they gotta wait for the next paycheck. They got to collect from other siblings. They got to, you know, I don't get paid until this day. You got to wait till I get this money. Like, this is what we're trying to avoid. Like, we shouldn't have to do that. If something comes up, you know, we should be able to bury whoever this person is. And this this is the generation that we could do this with. Like, we could stop it right here. Not what we can do. This could be different for us. Us carrying on to our children, they should not have to worry at all. So what do y'all think about that? I think That's it's right. an excellent idea. And I think children aren't going to do what you say. They're going to do what you do. So I think you need to lead by example. One of the things I always did is I paid my savings account like a bill. So every month it just went there. So then when I needed to use it, number one, I wasn't afraid to use it because I already had a system in place to replenish it. Mm-hmm. And number two, I became the bank. Instead of reaching for the credit card to handle an emergency, I handled it mm. myself. I created my own emergency plan. So I feel... Now, when the children see that, mom's always prepared, she's paying her savings account. When they grow up and they're in charge of their own money, what are they going to do? They're going to follow the example that we set for them, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Jen. Yeah, I, I totally, um, totally agree. Definitely being that example uh, where my kids don't have to look beyond the first, the front door for that example, I'm showing them, okay, this is what we do, you know, with money. You know, this is how, you know, how, this is the type of relationship that we're going to have with our finances, because that's what it is. 
it's a relationship. Like right now, my son, he's 15, going to the 10th grade, and he thinks all of his money is supposed to go to Xbox, right? So I'm having to now <laughs> help him help retrain how he thinks because we have to have a we have to respect money. Okay. We have to have a respect for it. Um and, and we have to use it use it correctly. Um because when we the thing about money is that it's going to do what we tell it to do. Mm. Okay. So we have to give every dollar has to to get to have to be a have an assignment. Okay. Mm. Um you know so I love my app. I believe it's by Dave Ramsey um every dollar. You know, so the end of each month, listen, I, I'm calculating, you know, you know, I, I'm calculating, I'm, I'm making sure that it all has an assignment. Um, then so, so that way I've been a good steward, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because how can I expect, you know, God to continue to bless me if I'm not taking care of what he's already giving me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm trying to teach my children, you know, the same thing. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And Dave Ramsey used to work at the the company I'm affiliated with. And I totally love that idea. Instead of telling someone a budget would sound so restrictive, I say, you're the commander of a large army and every dollar bill is a soldier in your army. Tell it what to do. There's no slackers. Everyone has a job. Make them earn their keep, you know, and it's just this being in control, having a plan. You know, um, it's very empowering to see your money that way. That you're the boss of it, you know. Right. So, so basically, um, do um, let's talk. Do you have anything to say about that? Um, yes, I, I do agree with what they're saying about um, your children will do what you know what they see you doing, whether it's good or bad. You know, mm-hmm. your actions are going to sway them one way or the other. If you're doing the right thing, then it may you know more than likely sway them to do the right thing. If you're doing the bad, the, the wrong thing then they're either going to do the wrong thing because that's what they're, what they see you doing, or they're going to do the right thing because they don't want to see, they don't want to go through the same struggles you went through. So um, I know I did not start early in life with saving and, you know, all of this, but, you know, I can proudly say that I don't use credit cards. I have one for an emergency, but if I can't pay for it in cash, then I'm not going to buy it. Um, and so it, it took me a while to get to that point, but I'm mm-hmm. at that point now. My daughter, who just turned 25, um, I'm, I'm thanking God that she she started early meeting with a financial coach. She meets with her once a month. She um, built up a really nice savings account and she was able to you know pay a down payment on the car from her savings account. And um, she's building it back up now because she, you know, she took a chunk out of the out of the account, and she knows, okay, I got to replenish that. So, you know, she's she's exercising those things that I did not do at 25, and I'm very very grateful that for that. My son and his wife, they're in their 30s, and they are now, you know, asking questions about investments and you know different things such as that. So they are, um, you know, I'm grateful that they're at that place now. So, you know, I definitely agree that children are definitely, they're going to do, make a decision one way or the other based on our actions and our, our way of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carly, you have anything? Yeah. Um, I, my parents weren't as astute in finances. They didn't teach me things like that. So I've had to pretty much learn as I go and I've made mistakes <laughs> and have learned from them and I'm still learning. And um, yeah, I just wish, I look at people, like you said, um, Andrea, 
about you know how she was able to glean from what you taught her, but she's also doing things that you didn't do. Um, and it's just like, that's where I'm at. I'm doing things that I did, that my parents didn't know anything about, about investments and things like that, but I'm still learning this. So like I said, it's such a perk to be on this show because I'm so glad you guys are here because I'm learning and taking notes and also learning, especially now at this stage of my life, what to do with the money I do have and how to make it grow even more. So yeah, this is awesome. I'm so excited. And, you know, one thing that I did this last Christmas, I, I, I said, you know what? I'm not going to buy a bunch of crap. You know, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not doing it no more. Mm -hmm. I, I realized that, you know, I'm going to give you a couple, you know, well, now they're older, but I wish I thought about this years ago. Right. And said, I'm going to give you a couple of gifts, you know, a couple little mm -hmm. things, but we're going to use this. I'm going to buy you some stocks. I'm going to buy you some bonds. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put money in your account. I'm going to teach you, you know, but I have my boys, they have, they have a, a account. They have a, a portfolio. And mm -hmm. they pay in every month, and then every six months they sit down with the financial advisor and they go over the portfolio. So I started that two years ago with them. Yeah. But I know that we waste so much money on these toys and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna be a Brent, you know, I'm gonna give you something. But I wish I really thought about this years ago of all this money that we could put into their future instead of putting it into the instagramification that half of the time they don't play with half of the toys you give them mm -hmm. they with the little the cheapest ones you give them anyway or right. games of endless games endless hours of the spinning on a building a fort let's build your future mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you're building a fort that's going to go away when we cut the tv off so let's build a future that you can have a real house like this when you <laughs> when you have the money you can buy this actual fort yourself if you really want it so it's like it's the mindset that we got to switch yeah what we all been talking about tonight switching that mindset so mm -hmm. this on this show today they got younger children think about that like you spend thousands or hundreds of dollars at christmas time that could win in their bank account and then they'll be able to buy real stuff later on like their own car like you said or your own you know apartment your first apartment they can put the money down everything they sell you don't have to worry about trying to like we teach them early we won't have to be the backbone because you know how we as parents always going to be there and as soon as they need money they come mom dad uh, i need this because they're not being responsible with their money mm -hmm. and, you know somewhat that's our doing because if we're not responsible we're not teaching them and they kind of starting to circle again and again and again so what do y'all think I mean, I think a lot of grown-ups try to go to these financial fitness seminars, but the whole family should go. And then you should talk about it at the dinner table. Oh, I like what that guy said. I did that. It worked out well. I didn't do that. I wish I did. And then having these intelligent conversations where they're included. I mean, not when they're like three years old, but as soon as they're like middle school, I would say. High school, middle school. Go take them. Um, I know Dave Ramsey has shows. I, I have How Money Works. I do these free workshops, financial fitness. The whole family should come. Everyone should hear these, this information so that they can understand from early on this whole idea of let's break these generational curses. Let's Absolutely. not just make it adult talk. You know what I mean? Let's make it family yeah, that's talk. Good. That's good. My, um, a few years ago, uh, my best friend that I met in college that lives in Northern Virginia, um, this was early on when I first uh, started to walk into entrepreneurship and the gift that she gave my children for Christmas was um, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace Junior. Mm. Um, and it was great. 
Um, we had the color books, the CDs. It just taught them about how money works, what you're supposed to do with money. Yes. And even down to them doing their chores and them, their allowance. And then there were three envelopes in there, you know, because you believe that, you know, you have to um, save some. There was one for giving. And then what you could spend. Now, what, when what's in your spend envelope is gone, that's it. That's mm. it. You use that money. That is it. Listen, if you if you're uh, you're getting something from your sibling, that is a loan. So guess what you're getting ready to do? You're gonna pay it back, and we're gonna tag on a little quarter for interest. Okay? <laughs> you know, because I want to listen. Because I don't want them to have the mindset of borrowing money. That is not how this works. You know, mm. um, but it was a great tool. And even now we still, you know, use those principles. So I just want to encourage all of the viewers, you know, it's, it, as long as there's breath in your body, it is not too late to turn it around, to start having those conversations, yeah. mm-hmm. um, with, you know, with your children, with your grandchildren, with the cousins. Listen, you know, when we're when, at the cookout, look, we're going to we're going to talk about some real stuff this time. You know, mm. we're, we're going to have some real conversations because one of my favorite quotes um, is by Henry Ford and it says whether you think you can or whether you think you can't you're right okay so I need everybody up here to to, look just talk to yourself and say you know what I can you know Mm -hmm. I can change it I can turn things around I can make sure that my children are fully equipped Um, I can make sure that I'm exposing them to the knowledge Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day we don't know what we don't know that's why I'm so excited about this um, this setting because we're finding out things. We're all learning. You know, we're all leaning off one another. You know, to empower one another to be the best versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, amen. amen on that one, girl. Amen, a hundred times. I definitely agree. And a modern version of her envelope example, which is excellent, by the way is to have a separate checking account and you put a certain amount of money in there for your Amazon addiction. Cause you know, we all have one, right? Mm-hmm. And when that bank account right. hits zero, the shopping stops. Mm-hmm. And what's That's nice right. about that though, is when you go to get something, you look at your balance and you say, do I really want this that bad that I'm, I'm ready to zero? Maybe not. And you can make an informed decision because you're living inside your means, you know? And that's mm-hmm. what else is nice about that separate account is if you get hacked, it's only a little account. They can't wreck your whole life. They can only attack that account. Mm, so it's nice not to use your debit card because I know uh, that Andrea said she's anti-credit cards. But if you're using your debit card, you're exposed to identity theft. Mm-hmm. So if you have a smaller account just for your online shopping, that limits your exposure to identity theft. They can only hack that account. So it serves twofold, one, to protect mm-hmm. you and two, to slow you down with the shopping. Yes, and I do have that. I do have that. Every of every pay is a you know a little goes into this this account, and it's in a small a small um, bank credit union that Perfect. is I, they don't have branches. It's like and it's way out you know from where I live and from where I work. So I'm not going to go and just you know take money out or whatever. So um, I didn't you know I wanted it that way. It's not as convenient for me to visit right. the branch. So. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially when you, you know, train yourself to do new habits. You sometimes, mm-hmm. just like right. you do a diet, you know, you don't bring in junk food if you try not to eat that food. Absolutely. You do the same thing with your finances. You make it inconvenient so you can learn. And when you mm-hmm. get used to it and accustomed to it, then it's going to fall into enormity. Then you mm-hmm. don't have to do all that, you know, but you have to do that at first. I mean, a lot of us do. It's mm-hmm. really hard because, like you said, 
the way the world is going and the way that they make it so convenient for you to pay everything now yeah. that it's just like a, and they save your credit card information yes, and on you just yeah. hit two buttons and you got it and yep. that for them is wonderful but for us consumers it's horrible the brick and mortars like you had to like think about like oh do i really want to go to the mall and walk around and get this thing like you had to really <laughs> really want this to go but now it's like i can just really roll over and just click a button and go back and go back to sleep and i got stuff in two days at my door Absolutely. yeah i know like on black friday people just go to the living room couch with a cup of coffee there's no going to the store anymore no they open their laptops and let the shopping begin yeah, so hopefully this year at Christmas, hopefully this conversation would um they will remember um yeah. at Christmas time because you know we really do it for other people, we don't really do it for ourselves, right. and then we go in debt and they do they do a report on this every Christmas time, right? In January, they always every news station has this how everybody went in debt for Christmas and then people can't pay bills in January, February because of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like Reason we like these always say, What's the reason for the season? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, one thing that's also um, helped me a few years ago, I finally got to the place where um, I stopped co mingling my funds. Um, and, you know, because that was hurting me. So I finally got to the point where, of course, I pay myself first. Um, and, you know, I actually give myself a salary. You know, I have my business account and everything. And then I, you know, I give myself a, a set salary, you know, um, give myself, a, you know, raises when it's time, just as if I was working a, a job, uh, mm -hmm. which will be uh, the 31st will be seven years, by the way, since I've had a nine to five. Wow, seven years. Seven years. Wow. And so, but it's a process. Like I've had to learn a lot you know, over the years, you know, um, mm -hmm. it didn't happen um, overnight. I, I wish that these type of settings, you know, were happening, you know, seven years ago. So, you know, and once I started getting into the place where I began to write myself, you know, a paycheck, it made things so much um, easier you know, for me, because this is what it is, you know, and then having that one account where all of my bills, you know, are coming out of this account, you know, mm -hmm. all of my business bills are coming out of, you know, mm -hmm. that account. And then I have my personal account over here. And I know, you know, I, I love the sky, you know, I love to, I like to get on somebody's plane and go travel. So guess what? I have to put those types of things um, in the budget because see, now, I'm to the place where um, I believe that I and everybody else can have the type of lifestyle that we desire. All we got to do is be able to fund it. So right. I don't have any issues. All I need to do is just make some, some more money so that I can get to where I desire to be. <laughs> That's a good point. Easy thing. Point. Yeah. Let's talk about this real quick. Then we'll go to some more comments. I see we have some more comments in there. So y'all both made good points. You sh Linda showed the book. You, you mentioned Dave Ramsey, both of you. What are you listening to? What, what are you reading? What are you like? This is so important. If you, if you listen to the lady speak, they always reference to a person or a quote or because they did their homework and they researched on other people who already have the success, already figured out how this works. They, that's their mentors. They actually reading, you know, a Dave Ramsey or Anthony O'Neill, got the name, Anthony O'Neill. Mm -hmm. Or a um, thick, rich, you know, I, I, I love that. Bob Proctor, he's a great yeah. mindset guy. Yes, Napoleon Hill. 
Oh, yes. that's my boy. Me and him are good friends. I, 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 that book, woo. Um, those are the good books that you could read that they could kind of explain to you how this works. So if this is something you want to do, you got to do research. You got to learn these people. You got to learn what they're about. You know, I'm not saying you got to do exactly what they did, but they can give little keys here, little keys there, and kind of you can build your own kind of uh, belief system out of that. You know, so I think communication is great, and I think your resources is even better. You just got to learn where to go to look up this information. Y'all think about what you think about yeah. that. I like uh, Jen, Jen Sincero. Um, her title is very adult. Get rich, you lucky blank. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say the word, but um, she has a lot of mindset stuff too, and she she has a podcast. And um, I think I think you're right. I think we should shut the TV off and turn on our brains, start reading or listening. And now it's so easy, Linda. You can go into any podcast and just throw it on your mm -hmm. ears and listen. Now, like yeah. the reading right on your cell phone. You can have a Kindle app right on your cell phone. Mm -hmm. Right, and it reads it to you. So if you're not, you know, but this is this is the beauty of this world now. The technology is so it's on your it's on your side. Like yeah. like you said, the TV is a wonderful thing. But y'all heard me talk about this before in other shows. I love TV too, but sometimes them people already got their checks though. You know that, right? Right. Okay. Some people have been paid. I'm gonna so get it's time you to get your check, and and you you know sometimes you have to sacrifice certain things. And TV yes. is great mm -hmm. and all, but you know start looking at stuff that's going to benefit your life. That's it's going to give you some, some nuggets. That's mm -hmm. the stuff you need to start watching. It's good to watch that once in a while, but if that's most of your weekend, you need to mm -hmm. revamp that thought process because it's not bringing you any lay down money. Yeah, that's good. Um, personal development is key. Um, with with anything, if you know, just for me, just because I want to be better, you know, mm -hmm. every single day, I want to always improve. I want to always grow. You know, because I haven't arrived. You know, yeah. so I'm always seeking. Um, so I'm a firm believer in what we call Drive Time University. So even not even not just the TV, but the radio. You know, Drive Time University. When I'm when I'm hitting the road, I may be listening to some Jim Rohn. When I tell you Jim Rohn is that dude, he is that dude. Look, mm -hmm. he said the same wind blows on us all, right? Mm -hmm. Just no matter what we do with it. Um, yeah. You know, listening to him, and you know, I love Relentless by Tim Grover. Like, there's so many. You know, great. You know, I've actually had the privilege to be in a setting to hear Mr. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And so, like, it, you know, it's amazing because once you decide that you're going to, um, um, you know, you're, you're reading and you're listening. And so when you begin to speak, those things are going to start to come out of you. You'll find yourself speaking differently. Your conversations will, will be different, you know, because whatever digesting, that's what's going to come up. You know, and so I, I love it. I love it. I, I'm definitely a fan um, of personal development in the mornings when I'm getting ready. There's, listen, I, I want to have the kind of day that I want to have, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, I, listen, I'm going to turn on some Aaron Thomas. He's all, you know, loud and pumped up. I really yes. feel, I feel like I can go out, out there and take over the world. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> ready. That's good. That's good. I'm glad. I mean, that's what this this is what this is about. This communication thing this is amazing. I really appreciate it. Colin, you want to go ahead and get these comments in and then I'm gonna do my business spotlight. Okay. Uh Nanette Gover says living check to check and borrowing or robbing Peter to pay Paul is not the way to live. Mm -hmm. Um she also said, um, I'm learning to uh, I'm learning to I'm going to start 
treating my savings account like a bill. That's a great idea. And I really have to buckle down now. I purchased a brand new 2022 vehicle yesterday with God's grace. No more Amazon Prime for me. <laughs> yes, I see. Congratulations. Congratulations. It was beautiful. Yes. beautiful. I love it. Congratulations. Uh, Yolanda Ritchie says, learning is key and we should always be under construction when it comes to our financial growth. My heart really hurt with all the economic stimulus money that was just given out without any education to go with it. In my opinion, that was part of the poverty trap. Yes. Money doesn't change your financial future. Proper knowledge of how to use it does. Right. I'm so grateful for the knowledge being shared here. Thank you all. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Carla Stain says, I have that similar, smaller account for that same reason. Good. Yeah. Um, Nanette Gover, I still use money orders for my bills. <laughs> you know what? We used to both do that. I used to do that with her. We used to write our bills using money orders. <laughs> Shakima Merkinson, hey. my LS is in the building. Hey, hey. Aurora. 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 Neglect Gover, can you talk about my cre uh, credit? My TransUnion and Equifax is going up by my Experian what? is struggling. What can I do? We'll come back. We'll go ahead and finish and we'll come back. Okay. To uh, Keisha Gray, that's a blessing, Jay, to be able to walk away from your nine to five. I aspire to be able to own my own business and create multiple streams of income one day. And you can. You can. You, do can. Yeah, you sure can. Absolutely. <laughs> Yolanda Ritchie. Look, Regina, I ain't giving up my power book three. But seriously, I agree. You must invest your time wisely. I spent a few hours a week in research. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Keisha, this forum is a blessing. Yes. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Yes. That's it. That's, every, that's everything. Mm -hmm. right. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do um, the question and we'll go into the business spotlight. So do y'all have any acknowledgement on that or just something that she got to call Equifax on? Um, she needs to look at what's on that report that's hope that's that's bringing her down because there must be something on that report or an error because they should all be within 10 points of each other. So there must be a, an error that she needs to dial in and correct. Okay. All right. That, that's your answer. Thank you so much. Well, like I do, um, and um, actually, if y'all don't mind in our chat, if you could put your information in there um, so we can get it scrolled on the screen real quick so the ladies um, can get your information and gentlemen. Um, and I, you can go ahead and do that while I'm doing the business spotlight. So, you know, everybody doing the business spotlight. So, this week's uh, business spotlight is. Hold on. Um, it is skcustomdesign.com, or, or well, actually the company name is SK Customs. But as you see, her information is right here, Miss Thomas. I met her at a, a function, and she actually made for me. Um, I have a book out now, and I needed a uh, canvas made. And she did a nice little like canvas for me to use to put in the background of my interview when I did last um, month. And she does bling shirts, as you see, she has one on now. So she does custom designs for different products. So we know the canvas or as a keychain or a skirt or anything like that. 
she'll be able to do that for you. And this is her information. She's on Facebook, Instagram, and that's her website and her phone number. She does amazing work and she's a, a pleasant great woman. Um, we had a nice conversation and she had my if she had my stuff back to me ASAP and she delivered it to me as well. So she's really and she does mail out so it doesn't have to be local. So just give her a shout out. All right. And I'm back. So um, I have the information called if you don't mind us putting that on the screen. Absolutely. And we'll go ahead and get that up there. And we're going to go to, um, we have these nice mugs, as you've been seeing, and they are popular. People love our mugs. So we are going to do another one now. I'm still working on my name. I did get, um, I think it was Lynette and one other person that gave me a name idea. So I'm still working on that. So I wanted to get a couple more in. So just hold on for that, ladies. I didn't forget about you. Um, but what I will do in the next show, I will actually say the one that was chosen. So then you'll know if it's yours. Um, so we're going to do another giveaway today. And the question is, what date? Okay, y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> what date did our show start on? Our first episode. What was the date of our first episode? And... You can go ahead and start putting those in the comments. If you know the first date and the first one you get it right, we'll win a mug. Okay. <laughs> and that one should be, that one, you should know this one because we mentioned it several. Cookie always mentioned that first episode in a lot of our shows. So that's an easy one. Yes. See anything coming in yet, Carla? Yes, we have one person. And you want me to go ahead and post her? Is it or? right? Yep. If, if it is, that's <laughs> it. That's the winner. I told you the first one he has it. That's the winner. Okay. That would be Carla Stain. Oh, Carla, now you know you were wrong the other day. Doesn't somebody else win? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe review says, "Oh, I think she got it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. And Keisha says March fourth. That is incorrect. Nope, that was not right. But <laughs> oh, that's the one that won the last time. Kimberly reviews. Yes, she that's right. That's yes, right. yes, yes. Okay. okay. Anybody else? <laughs> that's it. Yep. Okay. Well, that's it then. Um, um, you see the information there for Jackie um, or yeah. Jacqueline Daniels. Yes. Um, that's her information. Um, just leave it up there for a second so they could get that information. Then we'll uh -huh. just put Linda's information on there. Yes. And while we're doing that, I will go ahead and go down here to tell you about our podcast. Um, we want you, you know, I, I'm so, okay, first of all, let me just. I'm so blessed and grateful that we are having actual regular listeners. Y'all up here all the time, every two weeks, faithfully, and I love you, and I am I am blessed and highly favored to have you on our show. I would love for everybody to please subscribe to our YouTube page. It's called Let's Talk 1943 LLC, as well as our Facebook page. It's the same name, 
And Instagram, the same name. I made it very simple. If you please, you know, share, like, subscribe. Please help us grow this base. I really like Jackie said. I want to just share it to the masses. We want to have this show out this because it's not about us. It's about getting out this information. These wonderful panelists that come on every two weeks take their time out to teach and, and teach us and give us things and, and offer free services. Offering the, the, this is amazing. And we want the world to know about this because, you know, you know, we have enough of all the other stuff, but we are just here to help you live that life that you want to live. And every week we bring something to help you out. So please, you know, share. I really, really would beg for you to do that. And we do have a podcast. So if you can't watch us, the same episodes is on our Let's Talk 1943 LLC podcast. So you actually be able to listen to the shows like Jackie does in her car, driving around, you can listen to our podcast. You don't have to listen. You won't be able to see it, but you can hear the whole show. If you miss the show, tune in. Podcast. Mm -hmm. So you can find us on all platforms. We're on all seven to eight platforms of podcasts. So any podcast you have from Apple to Spotify to Anchor to Google, we are on every single one of them. So please chime in on our podcast. We really appreciate that as well. So, um, yeah. Do we have um yes, we have Linda's information as well. Okay. Did everybody hopefully you got it? If you did not, let me know because I do want you to get this information because this will change your life. And I will hold out for a second for you to change your life. So <laughs> <laughs> I can wait, I can wait a minute for you to change your life. So if you did not get it, please write it down now. Um, and I do appreciate that. And then while you're doing that, the next show. Is going to be on August 8th, 2021. And this is going to be an amazing show. Okay. This show came from a, I went to a, um, a family function of one of my sorority sisters slash friends. And it came into this conversation and we just started talking about life and just about things. And they, they, they were talking about their family and their family was there. The, the, the conversation was like, and they were just loving on each other and they was apologizing to each other and telling how much they love each other and they didn't mean to do this and they mean it was just amazing how you could see if i was sitting i was just a fly on the wall at this family just going through like a therapy session and months of i mean it was amazing yes. and actually one of them asked me can we talk about this on your show they asked me we want to tell other families that this too could happen with them. Like you don't have to continue on doing a generational patterns. And that's the name of the show. Mm -hmm. Generational patterns. Mm -hmm. You know, just because your mother and father did something to you doesn't mean you got to do the same thing to your child. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes we do things, we don't consciously realize it because when you live with somebody for 18, 19, 20 years, it sinks in, even though you're not trying to, and mm -hmm. you just do what you know with your children. It doesn't mean it's right. It's just a pattern. Yes. So we have a brother, a sister, and the son of the mother is going to come on a show and actually talk about what they came to discovery of. And they're going to talk about, you know, things that can help our other families to get out of these patterns. It's going to be a wonderful show. I'm telling you, y'all. I mean, we had, we was crying. It was just a beautiful, beautiful setting. Um, so next on the 8th of August, at seven o'clock, it's going to be generational patterns. Okay, that's the show. 
So mm -hmm. I'll go around the horn and um, Jackie, you want to start off? Um, you want to just tell the people anything before we sign off? I'm sure. Um, just the, I just want to say thank you for um, having me. It has been wonderful. I've enjoyed uh, this panel with all of you ladies. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited because, you know, I believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> so I'm excited. Thank you again. No, oh, no problem. Linda? Yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled to be in the company of such wonderful women. And I believe everyone will do better when they know better. So let's let's step up our game and let's let's do better. Yes, uh, yes. Let's talk crew. Anything? Sure. Go ahead, Carla. I'm sorry. No, I'm pretty much said it earlier. I'm learned. Like I said, a perk of being on this show is to gather information like this and, and get with people like you guys with all the information. So I am so appreciative to have you here and to be a part and get. And I've written all my notes in my little data book and, uh, <laughs> and you know about you know the you know the different tips and tricks that you guys and not even tricks just really it's just real life and we have to be knowledgeable and like you said when you know better you do better and like i said i've made mistakes in the past and i'm rectifying that but i'm also putting in some new tools and uh in my you know uh, what do you call it, Bailey Wick. So thank you so much you for being much. here. It's very, very good information. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And um, Linda, I think you said it best in all that getting, get an understanding. And I yeah. thank you both for being here to help us. And and I too have lots of notes on my page mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to be, you know, really taking this and not just, you know, writing it down for tonight. I'm going to be meditating on it and researching and just, yes. really, um, you know, and picking up the phone and making some calls. Um, you know, to set some things in, in order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Regina, if I might, you said something earlier that kind of hit when you were saying um, with your children, how you're, you know, just going to give them a couple of Christmas gifts or whatever. I just want to share like a little um, financial thing that um, my brother, one of my brothers actually told me about it. And I haven't really had, I'm not going to say willpower. I haven't had the won't power. Like I won't, you know, pinch into this. I have the willpower. I don't. I need won't power. But um, something that he does, and he sticks to it. You know, he 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 sticks to it. He he's disciplined in that in that way. Where um, beginning at the you know the first week of the year. So after Christmas, you know, the first week, you know, there are fifty two weeks. So week one, he'll put away one dollar. He'll put one dollar. Week two, he puts two dollars. Week three, three dollars. All the way down to week fifty two, he puts fifty two dollars. And so at the end of the year. Um, by doing it, you can get $1,378. So that's your, that could be your Christmas play money. You know, if you have that won't power to not go in and pinch, like I started and got to six months and started playing with the money. So, um, you can do that. But if you're disciplined enough, you know what I mean? That's one way of putting something away. You know, if you if you right now don't feel for whatever reason that you can put money aside, you know what I mean? From each paycheck. That's a that's a quick and easy, simple way to just put something away that can be your in-house Christmas fund. Well, I know somebody up here that knows that really familiar because at my chapter, that's what I preach every year about doing that same thing. That sounds familiar, don't it, Jackie? I put that <laughs> in chapter every year to like, okay, this money here would be just for your sorority money. You don't have to worry about paying for nothing. Everything will come out of that one sorority fund. 
Yeah. So I preached this for years at my chapter about this because, like you said, when you do it, it don't hurt because the mm -hmm. most you're gonna put in there is fifty-two dollars. Right. That's the most you're gonna put in there, and if you do it every week, you're gonna get that amount of money, and you usually have extra, and it will over overflow to the next year, and then before you know, it, you have a couple thousand dollars in that account. Absolutely. So it's well worth. I'm glad you mentioned that, and that's a great way for us to start saving money mm -hmm. is doing that plan. And yeah. I do it backward. I do Christmas. I mean, I do 52 in January and go down to one for that's the one. Yeah. So at Christmas time, I'm not taking out more money. I'm doing like a dollar or two dollars yeah. by the end of the year. So I recommend that totally, totally. That's a good little nugget before we get off the air. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'd like to see everybody doing something is better than doing nothing. Please that's just right. do something. Something. Yeah. Yes. That is perfect. That is mm -hmm. a great ending. I thank you so much. I appreciate everybody on here. This has been a fabulous show. Like I always, I know it was going to be because this is like nuggets of information that we all need. And then until mm -hmm. next time, let's talk this over. Y'all have a great night. God bless. And I love you all.